All right. Today is November 4th of 2020. And you are listening to the Social Work Squadcast because you're awesome. <laughs> and I, my name is Courtney, which is, I don't even remember my name right now because it's the day after the, the election. And my friend Liz is also here as my co-host to sort of sort out some of our anxieties today. <laughs> yeah. At least we get to be together. That's my favorite thing. So we can be anxious together. Like our lovely governor says, we will get through this. We will get through this together. And I'll add anxiously (laughs) to that. (laughs) Yes. There's no way to not be sort of anxiety ridden because um, the numbers are staggering in terms of the um us versus them kind of thing yeah and also like the blatant sort of like uh uncovering the veil of like racism in our country yes Um, which was pretty thin but also like is gone it's like not veiled it's completely unveiled now yeah i mean completely at this point, like, when we're doing this recording, like, we don't know who's going to be president of the United States of America. And it basically could go either way. I've heard about 100 different scenarios. Yeah. But the one that freaks me out the most is the same thing that freaks me out in the NFL. And I think it's dumb. Is that there can be ties oh, God. in the NFL. And there are 11 scenarios in which there would be a tie. And then Congress would decide, which does not bode well in my brain. No, they're no, no, it does not. No, and I don't even know what that means. Like, Congress is like, okay, now we're going to take a vote. I mean, like, obviously, I don't, I need to know more about what that means. But on it, but here's the other thing. I love, like, the education that I have on all of this stuff, on my civics and everything like that, I kind of feel full right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that. Do you understand what I mean? Like, I just feel like I'm learning so much so quickly. And I, I, I want to make my government better, but I'm kind of full mm-hmm. of information. Mm-hmm. I understand yeah. that. Yeah. Like, kind of like tapped out for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot to process. Um. I'm extremely like I just have all I love I have a lot of feelings as always. Um, but I really have a lot of feelings today. I went to bed last night. Um, we had a little bit of like a family like taco night. Um, my partner's um, one of his daughters is visiting from out of state, and so we just had like them and made some tacos and had the election on. Um, and we're, you know, kind of trying to, like, enjoy each other's company while also kind of being aware of what was going on in the election, which I think we were successful. But um, I went to bed around, like, maybe 1231 because I was like, you know, they just kept saying, we're not going to know anything tonight. And I was like, well, I, no, like, I'm going to go to bed then because we're yeah. not going to know anything tonight and I might as well get some sleep. Right. But then I, like, woke up at, like, like 645, like, wide awake, like no alarm, just awake. And then I couldn't go back to sleep. And 
you know, of course, like got on my phone, you know, did all the things that you're not supposed to do when you're trying to go back to sleep. And, um, you know, I was trying to figure out like if anything had shifted or changed overnight. And today I have been like trying to like get a couple things done, but also like obsessively like checking everything. So, um, but I, I just, I definitely have like, I just have a deep sense of sadness and anger that it's as close as it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm just so saddened by the fact that, you know, not only, like, I feel like last time, okay, so I'll just say this, and maybe I was being a little too generous with these folks last time, but last time, like, with Donald Trump, it was kind of like, okay, like, this guy, he, he did some heinous things and said some awful things during the campaign. And those were absolute deal breakers for me, but I never would have voted for him anyway. But right. I can like try to get in a headspace of understanding how a Republican would maybe like give him a chance. Um, they deluded themselves by saying, oh, he doesn't mean what he says and all that bullshit. And like, we see how that turned out. Um, but there's this part of me that's like, okay, like there are some people that voted for him in spite of his racism, which again is not okay with me. But I'm trying right. to just understand, like, okay, they thought he wasn't being serious about that, or it wasn't a big deal for that? him. Oh, uh, excuse me. I really need to see what they said. Oh, I, I, no, I, go I, ahead. Oh, sorry. The bitter, okay. not, it's the Bitter Southerner, and I already subscribed to their newsletter. That's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. <laughs> um, so, sorry, no, that's okay. Thought, but then now it's part. like, like I saw a tweet um, from Ibrahim Kendi. Candy, Kendi. I'm sorry if I'm saying that incorrectly. Yeah. And he said, like, Last time, racism wasn't a deal breaker. And it said something to the effect of, like, this time it was a deal maker. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, was I saw that. Like, God, yes. And then I was like, you know, it's like, yeah. instead of people voting for him last time in spite of his racism, this time they honestly voted for him because of it. And yeah. that is just a completely, not completely, but that is different for me. It feels different for me. For me, it made me feel, like, sick to my stomach. And it also made me think about, you know, like, obviously, I feel like for a white for a white woman, um, I have still have a lot of work to do. But I am pretty aware of race and privilege and white supremacy and things like that. Um, but at the same time, it was just, like, I don't want to be in that, like, oh, I'm shocked place, you know, because, like, I'm not. I'm not shocked. I'm just really, really sad about it. And, yeah, you know, absolutely. And, and just, yeah. I don't know what else to even say. I'm just really sad. I'm sad for my friends of color. I'm sad for people who are basically just being told that they just, they don't, they don't matter. They're not important. They're not valuable. Nobody gives an F that there are kids in cages at the border, or kids who've been separated from their families. Like, none of that. Like, tip to the scale well, for and these also, folks and yeah, it just makes yeah, me yeah. so sad yeah and I think it's just such a slap in the face to like history right mm-hmm. and the history of this country and like like we're so deluded to think that like to me like as a person who's lived in the south their entire life the subtle the subtleties of racism and like the cues of racism have always been in my purview have always been around me I've been surrounded right so like 
to not say that like in 2016, yes, they, they definitely endorsed a racist president. That's definitely what happened. Right. And then 2020, they said, no, we'll double, triple down on that. Yeah. Great. We love that. We love what you've done the last four years. He's the king of deals. Right. So like, this is a guy who makes deals, quote unquote. Right. So we're just going to have, he's a deal maker. Right. So we're going to deal, we're going to, we're going to shake hands with the devil again. Right. And say, Hey, um, the devil in our backyard, we're still going to ignore that. And we're definitely going to just like double, triple down on, you know, how we're, we're like a just supremely ingrained racist su- society, which I feel like it's so it's, it's, it's fucked up for me to say, like, it feels hard, right? Sometimes for me as a white person of privilege, yeah. right? But sometimes I'm like, if you if you open your eyes to it, you see 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 it, and then you're like, "Where is my moment to interrupt? Where is my moment to interrupt?" Right? And I had a moment like that mm-hmm. um, last week at my job. I felt like I had this moment of that, and then my internet was shitty, and I felt like it was being dismantled by every single person, and like th- and it was really subtle, right? So like. It was one of those things where, you know, I work for a corporation. Of course, you know, it also works in healthcare. So, like, it's creepy mm-hmm. how subtle we, the language of white people dismantles something that seems a little hard, right? Because mm-hmm. I pulled this, I pulled this quote about um, the inequalities of foster care and about, you know, like the different kind of race and ethnicity and the disparities of foster care, right? I pulled that and I was like, here, put it in people's faces, mm-hmm. right? And they were like, they like looked at it and they were like, well, it seems kind of negative. Hmm. Like that was the comment, right? Like, yeah, no, it's not negative. It's the truth, right? right. So like, Racism like, tends to be negative. I don't know. Right. It's negative for the people who are being impressed, but not for the person who's necessarily reading that. Right. Right. And so like, this was a, this is a presentation that's going to go in front of law enforcement, in front of judges. Right. And so we just learned that the Kentucky state police uses Hitler quotes in their like presentations to like train, train people. Right. So like, I don't think my quote that, um, like solidifies the disproportionalities in foster care, um, is that negative? It's just the truth. And that, and that I think is where I'm at. Like, like, I'm just going to put, I have pushed the gas pedal before I continue to do it, but like to sort of, and these people, they make more money than me, mm-hmm. you know, right. they could easily not invite me to this meeting. It is not necessary part of my job. Right. And being sort of like handled right in that way too, is also like a way that white supremacy flexes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, keeping people in out, letting people in like I mean, yeah, totally. Yeah. And I also, you know, like you also want to like stand up for the people in the room, but again, like when you're on a Zoom or a Webex or something like that, I don't know these people's names. I don't know what these people look like. I don't know what's going on, right? right? I don't know their titles. And so then it's then it's like either it gives me more power or it gives me less power. And then I find myself being like, okay, like it, you know, it just, it's just so, it's just so insane sometimes to just try to like dismantle it in my brain, but then also like dismantle it in my work. And, um, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I meditate on like how many mistakes I've made, right? Like 
how many client interactions that I've made, assuming that this person trusts me when they have no reason to. Sure. You know? Yeah. And I think, I think with social work, right? Like we're also going through our own reckoning. Yes. You know? And I'm so, I mean, and, and I guess you know that if you're on Twitter and Instagram, I don't know if it's like in the real world, right? Right. (laughs) But like, I mean, some of it's on Facebook, but I don't know. Did you see that? There was a tweet that said that like, um, something about voting for Trump in terms of social work means that's like not self-efficacy, but something like something similar to that. Oh, like that it was okay, like to self-determine your like to self. Yeah, self-determination. Oh, yeah, it was self-determination geez. that they can vote for Trump according to the code of ethics. And I'm like, so okay. No, that's not what that means. Mm-mm. No, your clients can vote for Trump. You can't vote for Trump. Right? Yeah, like, exactly. How do you call yourself a social worker and vote for someone who is like the antithesis of, sh- of social work. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, my. I don't know. But a lot of those white ladies who are social workers definitely voted for Trump. And their reckoning only comes if they decide to, to get away from their defensiveness right to stop taking it personally it's it's personal on multiple levels but like for you to understand the history of the united states of america that's not personal no you know like like you getting defensive just means that you're showing your ignorance and i just and I hate, I hate that it becomes about voting. I hate that it becomes this like story about voting because it's not, it's not just a story about voting. It's a story about the, like how people walk in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Your philosophical, philosophical, but what did I say? Philosophical? Sorry. Your philosophical. Philo- <laughs> your philosophical like word. approach to word. life. Like what is your, philo- like what is your life philosophy? What's your mission statement? I don't know. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing walking through the world? Like, you're, (laughs) I mean, just honestly, like, I don't know. Maybe it's like I'm beating the drum of just like saying things, like talking about white supremacy. Yeah, I think we have to say it. All the time. Like, all the time. Like, that's like one thing I feel like very tangible thing. I feel like I can do, but I was thinking again about like how I have like curated my life to a certain extent to where I don't have people close to me that believe that way that I'm aware of. I really truly don't. Cause I was thinking, I was like, what is the best way to like make an impact? Like how moving forward, like, especially as like, maybe it's within social work or maybe it's just in my personal life, but like, what could I do like to be somebody that can try to walk with people on their journey? Like while I continue to walk my own path, but like to try to kind of like encourage people to see race and to own their own colorblindness and their own like grumpiness and like defensiveness about the whole topic. Like I just, what can I do personally, you know, when I don't have that many people, I really don't have anybody that I can think of right now that I could reach out to and say, 
hey, I know you voted for Trump. Like, can we talk? Because there's this element of me of like, is that even a good use of time? Like, if they were my client, absolutely. Like, I would be called like to serve them and be there for them and all of that. But like in your personal life, how do you navigate that? Like, I mean, other than like, you, like you were saying, like you interrupted and like, so like trying to like have, when you have opportunities, like to call it out and to name it and, and like bring up things maybe people haven't thought about, um, like in the professional setting, but in terms of like personal life, I'm just kind of at a loss right now. Maybe I'm just tired and stressed, but I don't know. Yeah. I think right now, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, I think that we have curated our lives to some extent. And I think that's our right to do so. Right. Um, Absolutely. But also, and also, like, you know, I don't I don't know. But I think right now, I think I can't, a call to action doesn't make sense. Because we don't, right? need, yeah. Um, we just don't, we just don't know so many things. And, um, you know, my, my understanding of politics on some level is, vote for the most progressive person right the one right. super radical the most radical and then even if they're not there push them right push them as a constituent push them as a person but the reason why i don't like the voting like the voting stories because not everyone can vote Absolutely. we disenfranchise millions of people so when you take away people's right to vote and then you ask them to care about an election or care about who's elected or cares that care about their communities or things like that. Um, it's, it's, it's yeah, exactly. And it's some cognitive dissonance um, on some level. It's like yesterday I was in line for coffee, not unusually, but <laughs> this woman did not have on her mask. She was outside. She put on her mask to talk to the Starbucks person. Uh-huh. But when she asked a question to the Starbucks person, she pulled down her mask to ask the question huh and i'm just like what okay just don't wear the mask then that's what and that's what i think there's a lot of like like conversations about that like i don't you know what if you feel like a racist asshole fucking put the confederate flag on your sticker so or on your car so we all know right i need to know like how unsafe i am right or how Mm -hmm. unsafe my friends are you know i joke with one of my friends in Louisiana, I say, you just need a designated white person to go with you wherever you are. Yeah. Right? And that is a that is because she has been terrified for her life. God, yeah. But also, like, that's a daily, right? That's a daily aggression that happens to black people and people of color in this society, right? Like, you know? Right. And, and like, you know, I don't even know what I would do as a white bodyguard, but it makes it makes me seem, it makes this person seem safer, which is a really fucked up scenario. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I don't know. It's just, I, you know, I, I guess I was hoping that the election would get called, just like you said, like earlier, like I was hoping it would just happen. And then I kept, I did something I should not have done because of like vodka. But I looked up <laughs> New York Times, um, electoral college map of hillary oh uh-huh just so i could get an idea of like how bad the ship was sinking um and you know it wasn't as bad as i thought but i still was like oh 
well, this is kind of almost the exact same, except for we, except for there might be Michigan, right? There might be Wisconsin. There might be Nevada. Right. It's very, um, it's not hugely different. No, it's not different, right? After it's four not. years. And it's like, if the last four years of the chaos we have seen has not moved any of these folks, added on top of the fact that 230,000, at the last time I looked, people have died due to their disgusting mismanagement and willful ignorance around the COVID pandemic. I just, it's like, what will ever change it, honestly? Like that, I think I'm feeling a bit of despair. Sorry, everyone. I'm not, not very hopey changey today, but I'm just like, I don't know what on earth would move the needle for these folks. Racism clearly isn't a deal breaker. It's actually something they're really into. COVID pandemic stuff. They're like, eh, whatever. I didn't die. Who cares? Like, there's kids in cages. Well, their parents should have come here legally. Like, it's just. You're right. There's a justification for every single thing. And like a complete lack of empathy and a complete lack of like the whole like social work dignity and worth of the person. And so it's like, how on earth, like, so back kind of like circling back, like I do not understand how as a social worker you would ever in a million years think it's acceptable to vote for Trump. Like, I yeah, just, it's a, no, it's, you know what? I, I've honestly, like, I find it a fireable offense. Oh my God. And, and I, you know, because, because of what we know, right. Because it's going to trace in your work because, because then you're going to like feel empowered to discriminate against LGBTQ. Right. You're going to, you're going to discriminate against black and black, black persons and people of color. Right. You're going to, you're going to follow that trail. Right. And I, I'm not saying Republican. I don't give a fuck about it being Republican. I am talking about Donald Trump. Right. right? I'm talking about this party, this Republican party. This is what they put up. Right. Right. Like if it, if it was the tea party instead of the Republican party, that's the same to me, right. you know, like it might as well be the exact same. And white people have learned how to subtly move in their own worlds to keep power. And it's disgusting. Well, I saw a tweet or not a tweet, sorry, a post. Cause I, you know, I'm not really on Twitter. I really will get on there, I promise. But um, it was a post, and, like, it said that exit polling so far indicated that more white women voted for Donald Trump this time than last time. Yeah, by 3%. Okay. Or 2%, I think. I think it was, like, 53 to 55. <sighs> and that just honestly, like, I, I, I don't even have words for that, honestly. There's nothing. Moment of silence for their souls. Yes. You know? And just like how, <laughs> how they continue to align themselves with a party and a president that do not value their body autonomy. They haven't thought it worthy of their time to pass um, the HEROES Act because we know disproportionately like so many women are staying home right now with kids because they're have, we haven't managed the COVID pandemic and there are kids at home that can't go to school and women have had to like cut 
down their hours or quit jobs or like, you know, in those types of households. Like, so it's like, it's just, I don't, what, how, how does this look like winning for you? Exactly. I am like, I'm sorry. Like, have I missed, have I missed something? Like, I, I don't feel like any of us are winning right now. Even, no. even like the most privileged white people, well, maybe the most privileged white people, they're very, very rich, like top 10% income earners. Sure. You're winning. But the rest of us, like what, what's going so great for you right now that you think that you want four more years of this? It's just, again, mind blogging to me. Mind blogging? I can't talk to mind- you. Boggling. You are mind, you're mind, mind blogging today. It's, it's mind boggling to me. <laughs> My brain okay. is scrambled like an egg. And I am just so disheartened. And the only thing that has been helpful is that I've like tried to check in with some people. And I do feel extremely grateful that like I had a lot of people in my life who are like empathetic, kind people who also feel sickened by this. I'm not happy that they're sickened by any means, but it just like is a really good gut check for me that like I have really good people around and I hope other people have really good people around them because that's how the only way we're going to get through this is by like continuing to surround ourselves with good people that, that care, that are empathetic, that are kind that are anti-racist, that are like pro LGBT <laughs> supporting, like those are the folks that are going to help us get through it. And, you know, that we can lean on when we have opportunities to call out all of this BS that's everywhere. Like that has grown in the last four years. Um, yeah. White women for Trump. I just, bleh, I can't even... I mean, it's, that's not a news story, I guess. We know this. But, like, white women have continually and consistently voted to uphold white supremacy. But I'm just... Yes. Yeah. I just don't know. I'm. It's just a really hard... It's just so hard that it... I, not, I didn't expect it was going to be some huge blowout either. Like, I was very measured in my expectations. But the fact that it is, like, this close... And that basically 50% of the United States almost voted for him. Still. It's a really hard pill to swallow. It is. It really is. And also healthcare was on the ballot in a lot of ways too. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and that wasn't, it wasn't a mistake. It wasn't a surprise. It wasn't like. It was definitely a calculated move um, to put healthcare on the ballot, and then um, during a yeah, global I, pandemic, <laughs> right? Oh, let's vote for the party of people who have tried to dismantle the very holy safety net we have for healthcare since they were elected four years ago. Yeah, based upon this, like shitty American dream which I don't subscribe to about like you can just you get here and you apparently just like make enough money to like live and then like if you're not working hard enough then um, you don't get to have what you 
what you actually deserve, right? You don't even deserve basic entitled rights, basically. Right. If you can't make enough money, then you don't deserve to have good health care. You don't deserve to, like, you know, have any basic protections or rights. Cool. It's a great dream. Perfect. Working out. It's working out great. Oh my god! Every time, every time I see like something that looks like a Trump flag, like even like from far away, I'm like, oh my god! Oh yeah, Ooh. I I was driving like kind of on one of the bigger roads here the other day, and there was like someone with like a huge flag flying from the back of their truck, and I just, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I just it's like in my brain, I just like, well, there's a racist. Like, cool. Like, it's just, I don't know. I have no words. I'm just, it's a, it's a hard day. And it's still, like, that's the whole thing. It's like, I, I mean, so many of the people that are, like, posting, like, either way, we'll just keep fighting. Either, and I'm like. For, for the people who make it, like, yeah, exactly. What? Like, yeah, it's really sweet of you to like Pollyanna this shit and say, either way, we'll keep fighting. I appreciate your commitment, but I also cannot help but think that your, like, your privilege is so glaring. I can't, like, undocumented folks, are they going to be okay if there's four more years of this? What about dreamers? What about kids in cages? People who are fleeing their countries for political asylum. LGBT folks. And all of that brings all that that brings in terms of like discrimination and safety. Like ah uh, I'm just making noises today. I can't even find words sometimes. It's okay. I I I feel really bad for like like for all like the civil rights attorneys and for all the the advocacy attorneys and for all the people who you know have other fights to fight Mm -hmm. right have had other fights to fight have have fought a fight one ready to get to the next one right but then watch the one underneath get dismantled right right? the one that just won it's like quicksand yes um and then having to go back and being like okay what can we do? Right. And then hoping and praying that some judge will like actually like have, you know, the sense to like read a law or read the constitution or whatever to make sense of it. Right. Um, to try not to like actually strip people of, you know, with their basic rights and, and things. And it's, yeah, I just, it is new. They're, they're, there's a new level of exhaustion, I think, for that community as, oh, as well, for advocates, and also for, like, all the organizers who have been organizing for so long and, you know, now have four more years to, like, do it again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and having to – and it's very similar to social work. Politics and social work are very similar in terms of, like, wins, right? Because, like, we take wins – or at least I do. I take wins very small. There's They're, like, small baby wins, uh-huh. right? And so with politics, I think it's similar, right? Like you get, you got like this piece of legislation or this law or like this person on the school board and, and these sorts of things. And, um, you know, 
I don't want to dismiss the fact that like people, there are some people who got elected last night that were, and will do amazing work and will continue to do amazing work on all levels of, right. you know, the government. But when you have like something so insidious at the top, mm-hmm. right. Always trying to like fuck you up for, for from the top. Right. Mm-hmm. Then it's real. it's just really hard to, to continue to figure out how to make your work as meaningful, as impactful as possible. Right. Because, you know, and, and on another episode, you know, of course, I would love to, like, detail, like, there's all, there's, like, this hilarious, they call it the rainbow wave, right? Oh, like, yes. rainbow wave of, like, LGBTQ candidates who, like, won. There's, like, a non-binary person that won. and Awesome. Um, you know, there's so many things that happen, but, like, it, we're all just, like, in an avalanche of the presidential Yeah, situation. I can't even, and I hate that. Like, we can't, it feels like, I mean, it feels, like, impossible to celebrate any of those folks. Yeah. I mean, it really does. Because <laughs> it's just, like, we're all, like, kind of in, like, the most basic, like, survival mode, for lack of a better way to say it, when we aren't truly, like, a lot of us aren't really at risk of surviving. But, like my brain thinks I'm not going to survive. Like I know reality wise, I'm a white woman in the United States and I have a lot of privilege. Um, but I, I have to tell my brain that sometimes cause my brain's like, but we're not okay. We're not okay. We don't feel, it doesn't feel okay. It definitely doesn't feel okay for a lot of the people I love and care about. And that really is really hard. Um, and I don't know. It just, I, I also, like, honestly, like, I keep thinking about how every, like, news, like, all the news coverage I'm hearing about this, like, and I know there's been no shortage of metaphors about Donald Trump being, like, a perpetrator, but trying to break up with him feels like leaving an abusive relationship yeah, in, fuck yeah, in so many ways, because he's, he's gaslighting, he's twisting things, he's lying, he's manipulating, he's making promises, he's you know, ignore all that, you know, stuff that's happened. I'm here. Things are going to be fine. Like, I mean, he distraction, distraction. He's a sideshow. Like, I mean, it's just, oh, like the worst man, baby of all time, narcissistic man, baby that needs to be broken up with. And he just won't GTFO, like, no. get out, get out, sir. Like, just and it. I just kept thinking about that, like, because, like, I was listening to coverage and they were like, he wants to um, re- do a recount in Wisconsin, but he wants to stop counting the votes here and he wants to start counting the votes there. And I'm just like, this is just such a mess. And there's still this part of me that's like, what's going to happen? So let's say Joe, 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 Biden. Oh my God. I cannot talk today. Joe Biden. Do you need to talk and do you need to speak Spanish today? Cause that's okay. I, I think I do. Um, okay. My brain is a mess. Um, even if, when, hopefully he's declared the winners like soon ish, um, this guy is not going to like go easily. No, he already said he wasn't he's going to. He already do it. said that, and like he's already talking about lawsuits, and oh my god, it's like, can you just go away? 
it's such yeah, a- but, but also you don't you want to be relieved of this of this craziness? Don't you want? I mean, don't you want a vacation? Don't you want to go chill with your family? No, because you will get arrested and or will have no money or you know like yeah. all the other myriad of scenarios people have said that like this is the reason why he has to like what I don't how did we even get here I know I, I the office of the president has been diminished to this like really weird tv show side show person. yeah it's just like you thought politics were a circus before well you just did not know no oh my god no nothing no we did not know how disgusting yeah. Anyway, I do recommend that, like, when you when you wake up, don't turn your phone over, don't do it. And if you do, if you want to do it fast, just take a couple deep breaths first, okay? Like, yeah. Promise me, because like yesterday, I was yesterday I was chill until about three, <laughs> and like that's only because I was like, you know what, I'm gonna watch Shit's Creek, oh, my new obsession. Yes. Oh, I love it. Right? And, like, obsess over these outfits. And then, um, you know, try to, like, be distracted and and be okay with that. Right? Right. I check in. I check in a lot. And I have to remind myself that, like, checking out is is some part of, some part of self-care. Like, like, after I get done with this, I'm going to go for a run. Good for I'm you. Like, I might eat a salad. You know, like I'm like I try to like because I know like eating that salad is not gonna feel good in the moment. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not gonna be a cheeseburger because that's what I want. But like, uh, but in in like two days, I'll be like, that's cool. I ate a salad. That's cool. I don't think one, I've eaten one like salad a, real, a week. A real vegetable in like I don't even know how long. So that you know that's a long time. I mean, yeah, no, like- I had to go buy. I bought some cooked vegetables because that's like how insane everything feels. I'm like, I can't. What can I? I can't cook anything. Cook some eggs, maybe. Right. That's as far as it goes. I can heat up a pizza. Sounds great. You know, like, <laughs> like that's no. No, thank you. Fuel for the body makes no sense. Mm-mm. Let's just stay extra caffeinated. And drink water, which I don't think I've had any water. <laughs> I do think that drinking water will save, does save everything. Yeah. And people tell me they even have a headache. I'm like, you need to drink like 12 ounces of water right now. Like, try that. See what happens. Right. I'm not an expert, but I'm a consistently dehydrated person. <laughs> That's so. good. Good. That's good info, people. Yeah, drink the water so we can all be together when we untangle all of this. I know. You know? And that's the thing, like, and I don't, I'm not, I'm not um, delusional. Joe Biden doesn't fix the problems, right? No. Oh, my God, no. But Kamala helps. Yeah, and it's a form, I mean, all the people, it's like, it is a form of harm reduction. Like, Yes, exactly. I Let's go under- back to that, right? Yeah. Our, that should be our new name of the podcast. Social Work Squadcast, actually harm reduction podcast. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> for, for social workers to understand what real harm reduction looks like. Right. Also, sorry, I don't even probably want to talk about this today, but we could talk about it another time. Also, Mitch McConnell won. And, like, I wasn't surprised by that again, really at all. 
but it just is this thing that makes me very sad and very angry. Yeah, I thought it was, was going to be close, but she got crushed. She did get crushed. She totally She got her. annihilated. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I know that all those Booker people, not all those Booker people, but there are a lot of Booker people that voted for her. Absolutely. I think, I think a lot of people, I just don't, I, I can't talk about it today. We'll have to talk about it another time, but I just, I just we'll talk about it again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well this will be a several, you know, week, month thing to be unpacking this election because I just, <sighs> That the cartoonist, the editorial cartoonist from um, Louisville, had like a cartoon about like the supposed blue wave. Did you see that? It was like a huge like red wall, and like Mm-mm. it looked like a little splish splash against it. And I was like, "That's how it feels." The blue wave was a trickle, and I found out that trickle was Mitch McConnell peeing on all of us. I'm sorry, no, like, <laughs> that's how it feels. So, yeah, I'd love to hear people's ideas about what social workers can do to, like, stand up against white supremacy, not only at work, but, like, personally. I really, if anybody has any, like, things they're doing or things they're thinking about doing, Please, like, tweet us or DM us or whatever. One one of those communication strategies, because I, it would actually just really warm my heart to hear, like, from good people <laughs> today, too. Yes, please. Oh, and I know there's a lot of you out there that are good, good, good people. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's our episode for this insane day. See. Yes. See. <laughs> we will talk again soon. Everybody, like Courtney said, drink a full glass of water. At least one. At I don't I don't ask for more than that. One. Maybe go outside for a minute, even if it's just to get your mail, but feel the sun on your face or the breeze or whatever weather you have going on. Yes. It's going to be a little bit better if you do any of those things. (sighs) Thanks for listening. Thank you. All right. I will stick this one in the vault and put it out. It will be um, an immediate thing because I haven't been on on my game. But, um, yeah, how are you going to take care of yourself today? Um, hmm. Um, what am I going to do? I still haven't watched the last season of Schitt's Creek. That just dropped on Netflix a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it was the. Oh, most so thing. I'm getting the full thing right now. Is what I'm getting. What I'm. What you're telling me is I'm getting like the full, like six seasons. Is it? Yeah, that's it. Yep. 
So oh, they just God. dropped the last I need to season. slow down then. I'm going to have oh, to slow down. so good. Who, who is your favorite? What's been your favorite, like, moment so far? I just love, like, I did, I was in season two, and I really, like, I was only half paying attention, and I think I'll go back and watch them, but Moira was running for office, yeah. right, <laughs> against the crazy um, mayor's wife or whatever, Jocelyn, and I just, she shows up in that gold outfit, and, like, people are so mean, but they're not mean, and... Like, they're just, like, they call the mayor or whatever he called her, like, Elvis or something. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, just the fact that she also, like, wants to leave.